0: Come on down, come on down, come, come on, on down. down. Come on down to ATL Watering Hole. Ho. Hey, y'all. What up, y'all? Hello, guys. It's another episode of ATL Watering Hole. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you, Miss Fails? I see you got something going on. What's going on in here? OMG.
1: Listen, I should have had a mask on i recently have joined the Braceface face squad again i had them when i was 11 probably or 12 i think and my mom never went back and got the retainer so of course my teeth shifted a little bit but i'm coming in at a hot 31 now into the dentist's office like hey you know can you slap some on my teeth i'm sure i'll only have to wear them for about six to ten months when that lady told me 19 to 24 months i gotta have these
0: wow i really
1: almost rethought it like can y'all take them back off this isn't what i remember i was so cute with them back in the day but now i don't like this
0: my mom has them and she
1: 60. yeah that's a no for me dog it's a no (laughs) and they gave me a choice between the classics and the invisalign of course but the more she started describing the Invisalign, it sounded like dentures. She was like, you got to pop them out when you eat, got to pop them out when you sleep. And when you pop them out, make sure you don't throw them away on accident. I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Cause she said, if you throw away like a tray on accident, $1,000 to replace it or like mm-hmm. 500 to 1,000 to replace it. I said, you know, let's go ahead and put something in that I can't take out until it's time. Now I look like face.
0: We'll table that, but they don't look bad. You look cute. It's my turn to have a guest,
1: you guys. So for our, our um, loyal listeners, EJ usually picks the guests. I picked a guest that didn't show up. That was good. If you're listening, you know who you are. Um, but today I am so excited. To have my friend here today, Mr. Stephen Churn. I will let him give a little bit of background on who he is and why he's here. But actually, EJ knows him, too. She just doesn't know him as well.
0: Supposedly, I do. Tell well, the people who
1: you are, Mr. Churn.
2: Well, thank you so much for that, that warm introduction. I'm extremely excited to be here. I wasn't going to ditch on you like whoever that was. They're not going to be able to see it, but uh, my, my skin is is old up. I'm excited to be here. So a little bit about me. I... Have a podcast, Churn Daily Podcast, where we talk about different things to help people grow. Growth, man, you got to grow forward in this life and you can learn something, share, grow your perspective, all in the in the efforts of helping people better understand their lives, you know, willfully go in the direction that they want to go in. I've worked in the community heavily. I've worked in group homes, emergency shelters with disadvantaged youth. Worked. at, uh, I have a nonprofit. Worked with kids. Worked in technology and STEM. But everything keeps coming back to like motivational speaking and, and counseling and things like that. So mm-hmm. I'm the guy that my female friends called me for advice. So uh, I'm, I'm walking in that. Basically, me in a nutshell: community work, technology. Those are my two passions, and working with the youth is a, a passion as well. So y'all go uh, follow
1: the Turn Daily podcast because I have been right. and it. it's amazing.
2: People are pushing me to put out another episode, so after I finish this, I'm gonna jump on it. I have it all written out and everything. So first off, I want to say congratulations to you, uh, ladies, because uh, I started listening to the podcast. It is hilarious. You go down this rabbit hole of like topics and questions, and it's very balanced. So if, if anybody's listening, definitely need to share this with your friends. Get them in, grow you guys' audience. And very, this is very easy, season very, three. I'm so proud of us. People don't realize how much work going to doing these podcasts now. <laughs> So, before but, we get
0: into our topics, I wanted to go ahead and do our It's a Vibe, where we highlight someone um, in the African American community that is doing amazing things. So, our It's a Vibe is Christopher Ballinger. He is 17 years old and just received his pilot's license. He is one of the youngest to receive his pilot's license, and he has since done his first solo trip. That's a whole vibe out here because I barely like flying on planes. Learn how to drive was a feat. So he out here flying planes at 17. So okay.
2: that's huge.
0: That's, that's awesome. Really huge. And he pursuits to want to join the Air Force. Okay.
1: Where's he from? He is yeah. from DC, I believe. Okay. I hadn't heard that story, but that's
0: awesome. But this has been a passion of his since he was a young child. He's always loved anything to do with height. And so he decided he wanted to pursue this and his parents supported him. So I just think that's awesome
1: do you have any idea how expensive it is to like go to flight school like
0: that's a good question because i was wondering was this something
2: that he took in school or did he (laughs) have a summer job i want to say i don't know the exact price but a, a friend of mine she's dating this guy and he's in the process of getting his pilot's license so she's been up with him a few times as he gets his hours Which I'm not sure I would do that if we're dating. Like I need to know that you already have your license. That's like getting in the car with somebody and they're doing their learner's permit and you like thirty thousand feet in the area. And she said they go back and forth, they take trips and stuff. I mean it's it's a theme.
0: That's all
2: I'm I'm saying that I think it's accessible. It's probably not as high as it used to be. But if you want to go for something.
1: That's encouraging because I want to do it. Okay. So when you see me at
0: 60, high flight academy, and it was a three week program that he did. That's it. Three weeks. I can learn how to fly a plane in three weeks. That's what
1: they're saying. Baby, I couldn't even learn how to drive a stick shift in six months. I don't think that's where I'm at. No,
2: look, we're not going to let you do that. You can do it in two weeks. I already know. I
1: think flight, maybe like planes are kind of like cars. They've evolved to where it's like basically autopilot. And
0: maybe you're just pushing a couple buttons and that's what it is. Probably most of it, you're doing a lot of simulations before you actually ever get into the plane, I would think. So yeah, but I mean, hey, he put his mind to it and now he's done it. So Mr. Ballinger, you are a whole vibe out here. You are.
1: Kudos to you and thank you for inspiring me. When I get ready to go through my midlife crisis, thanks to you, that is where I will be. I will be in the three-week flight school.
2: Even in your midlife crisis, you crisis up instead of crisis down. Like you and you crisis up. I love it.
0: At 35, this is where I'm going (laughs) to have
2: my breakdown. That's amazing. People have breakdowns and, and lose everything.
0: Try to get ahead of the curve. Well, you know, (laughs) Psychology Today has an article, since we're going to go ahead and jump right into our topic, talking about the rise of the lonely single man posted on August 9th, 2022. And so some of the key points that was made in the article is saying that dating opportunities for heterosexual men are diminishing as relationship standards rise men represent approximately 62 percent of dating app users lowering their chances for matches men need to address skills that de- skills deficits to meet healthier relationship expectations so I'm going to be speaking from what I've heard a lot of times I hear women saying that men are are not emotionally available that seems to be like a theme Do you, would you agree Luana? No I haven't heard that but keep going in a sense, part of what they're saying is is addressing the skills deficit in -hmm. terms of why so many men apparently from this article are struggling when it comes to dating and that relationships have risen to where we're no longer just going to be giving you a pass on certain requirements just, you know, Mm -hmm. to date. You Mm -hmm. were actually
1: the first person that I ever heard say something about being emotionally mature or emotional deficit. I remember when you first got on the app, That was one of your requirements. You were like, I need someone who's emotionally, you know, at a certain point. Right. And I had never even really thought about it as putting that on my app anywhere, or even heard anybody really reference it. Obviously I know the importance of it. I haven't heard too many people say that, and that hasn't been my experience. So Mm -hmm. the way I took the article, when I read it, when I hear about the deficit, I think of like skills, day-to-day skill set deficit in Atlanta or in Georgia, a lot of women are CEOs women of power they're in these boardrooms they're in these courtrooms they have developed a set of skills that make them resilient that give them an advantage to how they hold conversations how they problem solve how they just all of those types of skills that get you through life that can be applied across the board they know how to do things that i feel like men sometimes have a deficit in that area if they don't have a post-secondary degree or They don't dwell in areas, like in day-to-day life, right? So if you work like a blue-collar job or you don't really interact with the general public that much, you just kind of stock shelves, then you may be at a deficit in how you communicate or how you use your words. Those are the type of deficits I see. People who don't know how to hold a basic conversation or people who don't know what it's like to pay a bill in person instead of online, like day-to-day stuff. But I know people who are emotional.
0: You way too emotional.
2: When I read the article, uh, I'm going to just say this. I wasn't a huge fan of the article just okay. because of... Uh, you are
0: amongst company because he's been
2: bashed, the, uh, the article writer. <laughs> I didn't even look into him. It looked like the article was peer reviewed. I'll just address like that point you said about just basically being emotionally available, right? So amongst men and uh, guys that I talked to and my friends, this article talks about potential issues, but it doesn't talk about the causes or provide sufficient solutions. It just says that, men, you're going to be single. You need to work on these things, figure it out, or you might end up. And so one of the things that I, when I was reading it, it talked about relationship standards have risen. I would like to say they kind of changed and that's the difference Mm -hmm. in in saying that they're going up because it leaves the connotation that men aren't meeting standard when they could be meeting older standards or different standards, right? Guys don't communicate your feelings and and all of that thing that I realized, like we're talking of some of my female friends, or just in general, is that men, you generally have to create an environment where a man can speak his his mind and his feelings. Because men, we communicate, generally we communicate differently, right? So that the way that we talk amongst our, our friends, like our guys, isn't applicable to how we talk to our mate. We have to use a certain level of discretion and restraint. And like, you know, we we have certain things that we have to kind of convey because we're not just looking at that conversation, we're looking at the fallout of it. So if I could be right and still like be punished because you I said something and it triggered something and I hurt your feelings, and now like you're not talking to me all day. So it's easier for me just to like prioritize, like what do we gotta get done today? All right, mm-hmm. so I'll just bring this up right. later because I don't, you know what I mean? So that was one of the things when it said uh, emotionally unavailable, no, men, we convey emotions. Have you ever been to a sports game? Like how, how we, we go through a whole, like the Falcons just love, we go through a whole myriad oh. of, of emotions. We get happy, what? we get sad, we get upset. Uh, When music or anything that we're passionate about, we're able to, to kind of be ourselves. But in certain environments, we know that if you were to say like, if you are upset with me and you just, you know, raising your voice, and I can't really reciprocate that because it comes across, I'm a bigger man. So it's going to come across different. So I always have to keep it in my mind Like my conversation with you can never exceed the scope of protection. But it's gonna blur into something else. And then I'm not gonna be heard and then I'm gonna feel threatened. So it's a lot of things like that.
1: Do you hate that double standard?
2: Me and a buddy of mine, a childhood friend of mine, we ran a men's group for like seven months and it was offline. We did it every Saturday via Zoom. And that was one of the biggest things, especially amongst the married guys, is that not being able to fully express yourself because of how it is perceived, you know what I mean? You know, she could yell and slam stuff and you know, she'll calm down. But the second I start, then she feels unsafe and the kids are looking. And so it's like, it's like you never really get to say a hundred percent of what you, you want to say. And so you have to always go into ways of saying it. And I think men, um, especially depending on the relationship with the woman, like if it's a short term relationship. Sometimes mm-hmm. when we don't know what to do, we don't do anything. We We become a version of ourselves that can get the point across without any issues. You know what I mean? As least issues as possible. So, and I say this, a suggestion that, I, that I've given out is um, observe how men communicate, right? With each other. Right. Uh, when, we, when we hang out with each other, I just hung out with a buddy of mine last night and we just hang out and then we talk and, it, is, and we, you know, it just comes up naturally. It's not a checklist, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that gives us a chance to kind of fill out the environment. Versus, you know, I've had a guy, a a friend of mine, and she just wanted to talk. And it was like, I couldn't even, like, I haven't even settled myself yet. So I said, we're going to have to have this talk. But um, that's how I took that.
0: This article was focusing more so on, like, the initial stages of dating that a lot of men are just swiping on these apps just to meet somebody for, you know, the moment. It's not them thinking about long-term relationships. And so I think that's what they were focusing on is that, you know, now we're not even getting to second dates or first dates because the men are automatically telling you, Hey, I'm not really looking for a relationship. I just kind of want to have fun or whatever the case is. And so by the time you're ready for a relationship, you know, I guess late in the game, so. Or emotionally spent if you're at the
1: end of that. Right. So I got on Hinge because two of my closest friends, one's now married and one is now engaged, EJs. One of them, they both met their match on Hinge. And it's probably one of the only apps I haven't tried. So I'm like, hey, why not? Whatever. I've been on there a week and a half. And today, a guy called, like, we exchanged numbers yesterday. He called me today. Glad that I had to segue (laughs) and go to a church event for my mom because they were really starting to anger me. So anyway he called me i gave him my number after having like just one or two text exchanges in the app with him i didn't know the man really from a can of paint besides swipe swipe profile he calls me in two minutes i kid you not into the conversation he's like oh my gosh where have you been all my life i'm like what he's like your conversation is refreshing to me i feel like you're someone i can have a conversation with which i mean i do talk a lot but that's i get that from my mama i could talk to a tree okay <laughs> so i understood that my initial thing was to be turned off like you don't even know me but then i checked myself I was like, maybe he, you know maybe he sees something in me and i'm not gonna knock that so i the more i talked to him though it became easy and he started asking me questions that i was not ready for he met me beyond where i was i was keeping it light i was keeping it friendly he's like what are you looking for are you on here being intentional this is the work i've done i'm interested in work you've done and how those paths can or cannot cross at this moment and it was a lot for a first conversation but is it really like i had to think to myself is it really because if you saw something you like this is your moment to see if it really fits you it's the same way if you're in a job interview for a job that you've wanted your whole life you're gonna wait till the moment you're in the you know at the interview at the finish line or in the boardroom with the people you know the ceo or the cfo and you're gonna miss the opportunity to ask them questions about your salary or ask them questions about the ins and outs of the job no you're not this is the
0: moment (laughs) the
1: time is now i didn't i I say all that to say that's interesting because I feel like we're really on topic with that right now. And I say that you can come across men in the app who meet you with a sense, a strong sense of self, a strong sense of where they are and where they want to be and what they're looking for. And they can apply that pressure to you that you're not even ready for. I don't know that it's fair how the article you, put it all on men.
0: It? You know. I don't necessarily think that he was putting it all on men, but he was just making an absurd observ- an observation of men. You know what I'm saying? Like I think a lot of times when we see these articles, we're always quick to be like, "Oh well, what about the women? What about this? What about that?" Instead of just focus on what he was saying in the moment about men right now, because we do have a lot of men. I do think you know, and obviously women too, that present themselves in a way that comes off as being un- uh, emotionally unavailable or emotionally unintelligent in a sense that, you know, you are not ready for a serious relationship and what that requires. You know what I'm saying? Like, have you really evaluated what it means to be in a relationship that's general? That doesn't necessarily, obviously there's going to be things that you're going to adjust to depending upon the person you're in a relationship with. But there are certain things Mm -hmm. that are standard that I think some men are not, are missing or they just enjoy that, you know, right now because women are liberated. A lot of the things that you had to get in a relationship, you don't necessarily have to do that now. You can have sex without being in a relationship. You to so hell, some people might live together and so, still try to say that they weren't together. Like for instance, I was listening to the Strawberry Letter and this girl was talking about her and her boyfriend have been living together for two years. And then at some point she caught him cheating. And so when she co- confronted him about it, he basically told her that he's still single because they are not married. But is that new though? I but feel like everything you just described has been going on for decades. If I'm living with you, and I, the moment I catch you sleeping with somebody else, the first thing you te- say to me, well, I'm I'm technically I'm single, so you're basically trying to make an excuse for why you were cheating. I'm I'm basically, it's not that bad because we're not married. You know what I'm saying? To me, it's gaslighting. Not to say that all men are doing this. But what I'm saying is, I feel like a lot of men will gaslight you or say things that don't make sense because regardless to whether or not we're not married, we are in a long-term relationship to where there are certain things that I'm requiring of you. So now I'm
1: going
0: to take you our, to a place because is that, is that new is my first question. And we can revisit that. I, I don't think it's new. But was that our standards have arisen or going back up to where the things that we have been doing are no longer going to fly. And what men have been getting away with, I think, because of liberation. Now, I, I think women are getting more focused and what they're asking for are being more upfront, not assuming anything. We're saying just like that young man did or whoever he was on his. And he was like, hey. What what it is. What do you need? What do you want? How can we make this a connection? He's not making any assumptions. He getting right to the point. And well, a
1: similar thing happened to you, like, four years ago, three years ago. Right. Making assumptions. When you were could, talking to a guy, that. and the guy was on this video in the barbershop talking like a single man. And when you brought it to him, his response to you was, well, we're all single until we're married.
2: Uh, there's a lady on Instagram I saw today she was talking about she's a dating coach and she told the, the guys that were interviewing her that she, her husband was the 13th man she was dating in a, and it was 12 guys she was dating I at one time they was like what and she was like yeah i was entertaining taking her out he said my husband was the 13th she said she advises her clients to only break it down to four so it, it's a couple things in that i can see why that'll be a trigger and i can see why um, but those things aren't unique to men because those type of relationships, those understandings happen where I know you've probably seen a video where the guy invited the girl, he flew her out to where he was and she was like, no, it's not that that kind of way after she didn't enjoy the stuff. And then he wanted to cut off like, nah, you got to get yourself back because those, those gaps in the understandings where it's like friend zone thing. Guys are actually romantically attracted to women and women know that they're not attracted to them, but... The benefits of having him around are there so it doesn't ever you know never get discussed until he shoots his shot and it's like oh i don't feel like that about you but it's like oh well you knew this whole time i was shooting my shot at you and it didn't happen so miss fails one thing that you said that i um about your story really quickly that i really enjoyed so basically good relationships are races to the middle it's a race to the middle so we need to understand each other you need to have understanding of what I'm coming from, where you coming from. And uh, the thing that I really wanted to point out is he, it it did seem like a a lot at first, but women, certain women inspire certain actions out of me. So it's not so much that we don't know what to do is that you don't inspire that kind of reaction out of me. Because if you inspire me to want to be with you, if I don't know, I'm a learning. You want me to be consistent. That's what it takes to get you. I'm going to sit there and be consistent.
1: And that's what I was always taught.
2: So the way that you carry yourself can inspire certain reactions out of men. If he, if he go to court, he never wore a suit in his life. I bet, I bet you he figured out how to tie a tie that day or interview that day. <laughs> and so it's, it's one of those things. It is so, it's not so much what men are getting away with. Cause she, she spoke on uh, women being liberated. That's even coming across crazy, difficult for, for certain men, because it's like you're liberated and you have all these standards and all these things. Right. And it's like, so, but it's it's a mixed message because we'll see women say that and then we'll see men, we'll see certain men get the attention. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And so it's like, it's like y'all are saying one thing, but, and that that, that goes to that conversation we were having about like the future and then the Russell. You know what I mean? Like if, if women just wanted Russell's futures wouldn't exist, it wouldn't have them. When we were talking, fellas, the example that I gave was that if you two were at a lounge or at a bar, right? Mm-hmm. and one of you i'm not even gonna pick which one but one of you like was showing more skin and was just more like out there and the other oh, one that's was more EJ. conservative that's, EJ. So, that's just this fully clothed oh, on this man. zoom nobody I'm gets the serious. conservative one she told on herself quick then, then she. <laughs> so so the, uh so so y'all are out one is dressed a little more conservative one is dressed a little more uh provocative you know more sexier or whatever you want to call it and a guy approaches, a handsome guy walks over and he approaches the one that's just, that's dressed a little more revealing. He buys Dang. a drink, they go off, and uh, they have a good time, right? And the one is kind of conservative. She's at the bar, she's enjoying herself. Then later that night, those two separate, and the guy comes back and says, hey, you know what? I made a mistake going after the first one. I really should have chose you. It was a phase. You're, you're who I can see myself with, you'll see myself future with, and and so would women be okay with that? Would you be okay with that? You can see
1: my EJ's face, she ain't okay with that. Exactly, but I'm just saying
2: it for the listeners. So you win. no woman would go for that. No woman would go for that. But that's what we're asking men to do, right? After you go for the futures, then you say, you know what? That was a phase. I want you now as a Russell. And we're trying to liberate women are trying to try to lift up those second choices. Like, no, pick what you want from the jump. Is that not the same in a sense? that's not a
0: way I would look at that particularly as it relates to the, the whole future versus Russell situation I just think Sierra realized that her type wasn't doing her well and you know so she did have a type at one point the bad boy persona but after a while you realize that your type might need to need some adjustment so that's why we ended up picking a Russell and she's been happy ever since but the point is why was a future ever anyone's type and I was just going to say, that's the next question that I wanted to ask, because I'm not really sure how to answer that. Why is it that women are attracted to a bad boy or a guy who, from what it looks like, he really has not treated women very well. And for some reason, he's praised for that. And somehow that, I don't I don't really get
2: it myself. And that question is why, so when the article talks about men not meeting standards, it's like, which standard? Like, right. which standard am I supposed to pay attention to? The one that you say or the one that you actually go for? And then then the question comes into, like, well, well what type of women go for these guys? they the type you want. Like, yeah, but, you know, I have seen some corporate women with some I guys know. that, you know what I mean? Know. Like, that, it, we all know it. Like, we, everybody, and it's not saying that you can't make mistakes and choices and you can't grow. but and your um, type can change. And you and you can change. But from the men perspective, uh, we don't listen to what you guys say. We watch what you do, you know? A okay. lot of that. We hear a lot. We do listen to what you say, but it's more so we watch what you do like your, your husband or anybody in your life, a man, you'll say, I don't like that. He was like, all right, well, I seen you eat them, but okay, like, I'm not hungry. Are you hungry, baby? No, I'm not hungry. All right, and I'm gonna order some fries anyway because I know you're about to be on my fries <laughs> after you just said you're hungry. So we kind of have to know that. And I think uh, in regards to the article and these men, like as, as a dating thing, as a like we first meeting you, from our perspective, it's a lot of static out there. And so... We have to make the initial first gesture, the first investment, right? So we're spending money and time. And so um, that lady, that coach that had these 13 guys that she was, you know, kind of juggling around. To me, personally, that's more of an attention thing than a connection thing. But we live in technology age where apps make it very convenient and quick. So I think that has to do with it. And Instagram makes everything seem so, you know, whatever. As a man, like, I don't really have that luxury to the extent because I'm taking four girls out to nice dinners. You right. know what I mean? Like, I how, need how to practical is get it? a budget for dating. And I'll say this. Power shifts through the course of, like, courtship and relationships. So, at first, Absolutely. I'm trying to get the job, right? And so, I'm doing everything I can to get the job. Once I get the job, then I can slack off. I can go hide from the clock a little bit. You know what I mean? I just need to do enough not to get fired, right? So, power shifts. So, at first, I'm trying to do much. And then the company's trying to keep you because there's other competing, they sending him offers about like, <laughs> we'll right. give you more stock. So the power shifts. The understanding is like, so what that guy did with Miss Fails was like, he's been on that app and I, and I give you a credit. You are refreshing. The way you present yourself is something that like, if I'm looking to build, that's who you go for. Or if I'm looking for short term, that's you go for somebody else. And so that's why he was like, nah, you inspiring it. I'm not gonna let you swipe on another name. Well, Listen, nervous, this is that's what I'm so funny, was.
1: That's so funny
0: though. To say he was ready to be in a relationship with her, or he asking for marriage, and he ain't even laid eyes on her. So I, I was, I'm was pleasantly surprised and happy that the questions yeah. that he asked were more from for just you know perspective. He really just wanted to know, you know, how to move.
2: Yeah, uh, and he's about to it. rev it up. He's revving it up, but he needs to make sure, like, like you about to get the full effort. Be- and, right. and I like. Like it was very he,
1: interesting, though, because he was able to assess all of that in what two sentences? I mean, we were talking about sports. We were talking
2: about the Falcons. First off, you're talking about sports. We can identify with that passion. You can't fake that. So it's certain conversations you can't have with women that are deeper. Like it's that's another thing. My, my one of my uh, best friends, he actually just broke up with the young lady. Why? One of the things, basically, she was seeing him as a more of a long term situation. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't like, it wasn't, the fire wasn't there. It wasn't like, she didn't do anything wrong, but it wasn't like, it wasn't, he didn't feel inspired by. it It So she was a a
1: Russell and
2: he was looking for a future. No, he wasn't looking for a future. His his ex-girlfriend was kind of a mix a while back, but he he was like, basically we had the talk that we had was that if it's not a hell yes, then it's a hell no, because you wasting her time. You know what I mean? Well, how long was he dating her for? It wasn't like, that long maybe a, a year a year
0: but EJ that's a long damn
1: I
2: would, time I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say it was a year and not to get too much in it uh because I don't know if you're ever gonna hear this but okay um so they weren't officially dating at a point it just transitioned into that so I'll say that but the standard shift like when when we miss fails we talked about this hurt the biggest reason uh and the, and the thing that I learned from that relationship is that that sometimes women view things just through their filter through their lens so she saw him as he's a great guy. And this is tricky, too, for women, because you can still be a great guy and not be interested in the girl. That's, you know what I mean? I think sometimes women women associate, like, you treating them badly with you not being interested, and you treating them good with you being interested. And that's a little confusing. If I'm not interested in you, I'm going to still make sure you get home safe. I'm going to still, right. you know, make sure, like, uh, if we out, we're hanging out, I'm going to still, like, we could be friends. I'm going to still, like, take you around me. I'm a man. You know, there's no issues. Instead of actually saying like, hey, we've been talking and it's like, are you good? Are you? Because men are always trained to like check on you guys. Like, hey, you didn't say nothing today. You straight babe? You good? But I think because she saw it through her filter, she started putting this plan together and she never looked to see like, am I what you are looking for?
1: I have a question. Does that happen to you? A lot. You specifically. Yes. Do people get, because you're what you're describing. So if the people listening he ain't lying, no cap he's very much <laughs> a, i'll an check leader. on you how are you doing how can i be of assistance how can i solve the problem what is it he's doing outreach in the community like he's a just a great guy i feel okay. like what you just described is why many women may misread that so does that happen to you often do women misread the way you are in general who you are at your core to be you trying to hop i say
2: does I'll it say happen it, to you I, and how often I say, I say yes i say yes but It's interesting because, so I when I am interested and when I do make moves, I am deliberate. I tell you, like, it's very like, I don't don't leave any confusion, but just me being nice. And I guess it it has more sort of do with the standard of things than like me. Like, I don't want to have to, like some guys have to, some people become a-holes just because like, you know, that's what they expected. I don't know. Like, it happens to me, but it's not, I try to kind of like manage it. So if I feel like they're getting, like, they're starting to be attracted to it, then I kind of like, you know, hey, you know, this is what I got going on
0: How
1: often does it get misconstrued for you? Give us a percentage.
2: You want a man to give a number? Yes. (laughs) It doesn't happen often because if I'm a nice guy, nice guys are usually that friend category anyway. Right. So it's not like, you know what I mean? Like, it's never, it's not, but I'm very open. Like, I'm very understanding about, like, when I talk to people and women, like, I check on you. I make sure that you know you understand like it's kind of weird, but men have to we kinda have to state our purpose, state what we're trying to do. That guy talked to you, he stated what he was trying to do. If I don't state that, then I'm not really pursuing it. But if I start making
1: you just said women fail to sometimes see it from a male perspective. They're only looking at it through their lenses. So even though you know what your intentions are or are not, most women don't get that on the regular.
0: And I think what we struggle mean? with asking for it because we we're scared of what the answer is gonna be.
2: Oh, I see what you're saying. So I um, think they assume you're trying to holler, and that's why I'm
1: asking
2: you. No, nah, so if I don't if I don't ask you out on a date, to me it's kind of weird because it's just like guys being a friend zone. Like just because certain things that you do that I make it very deliberate that I'm trying to talk to. Like I, I'm not in a situation where I'm talking to anybody right now, obviously. But it's it's one of those things where if I'm not asking you to dinner or asking you like stings or like, you know, stuff that you, you understand. Like sometimes it's kind of interesting on social media that you see why people are confused. Like if I'm, if I fly you out to hang out with me for a weekend, like that's romantic. Like no woman is flying no friend out, no homeboy out just to kick it with them for a weekend without nothing. Like those, you got to just refer to the standard. Like, have you ever heard of a, like, would you fly your, your male friend out just to to Mexico with you for a weekend? So, so that she was, would, but,
0: and that's the one the point. Point. that Luana is talking about. Has been her best friend since middle school, so that's different. You know that that's damn near her. Ah, best. exactly. Wait, you remember Ronald Richards? Yeah, he went
1: to the last coffee hour with us. Remember? Yeah, not not the last one, but the second to last one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Asked me to go to Virginia with him in October. Was gonna pay pay for the ticket, everything. So I said. Okay, when it came down to booking these rooms, I'm like, tell me where you're staying so I can get my room. My dog said, I thought we were going to stay in the same room. No, you didn't. Then I say, you might have me fucked up. And he responds, I wasn't trying to try you on nothing like that. I'm sorry if it read that way, you know, doubling, dialing back. And I just thought you were cool. We vibe all the time. Like we have a friendship we went to law school together obviously and I just thought we would have a good time there he's going for his daughter's birthday party or something but he doesn't really his daughter's in Virginia he doesn't really like what but is he married yes there yeah, were a you couple do? of dots in my mind that I wasn't able to connect because in yeah. my from my perspective you're doing too fucking much right. from his perspective it was completely fly, fine to offer to fly out your platonic female friend who ain't never met your wife and don't know her from a can of paint secondly oh, why his know. wife not going? I really don't know I guess his daughter is from another mama you know outside daughter oh, he don't... didn't want to go to the birthday party the point in me telling that story is that that, and this is my problem with dating in general right now there is no like common middle ground like i don't know where the barometer is but it's off like you got people thinking this is perfectly fine I and mean, you got people that thinking this down
0: here is perfectly fine and Absolutely. they're nowhere near each other
2: Absolutely. and i think the way that, we that's why the race that, to the middle is That's by talking
0: and communicating so that there yeah, are yeah. assumptions one way or the other, whether it's too high or it's too low. Hey, this is what I'm thinking. Is this okay with you? You can't just assume that I'm going to be okay with being in the same room with you and your marriage. Like, that makes no sense to us. But that's why you have we just have to communicate cuz most people are just talking from their own perspective, their own, you know, screen or whatever, not realizing there's another person who has a different perspective and things that that would be but perceived see, in a different way. And
2: I and I say this as a man, I feel like and this is just me personally that I need to take steps to make sure that you are comfortable in any type of like my intentions. You know what I mean? Like you make right. sure that you're comfortable. Any, so that's why you have to have those conversations. That's why it's a race to the middle because my actions align with what we're doing. That's the and that's the name of the
0: title for this for this episode: A Race to the Mirror. Right.
2: A race.
1: Well, to- so but then after that, sometimes you can talk yourself somewhere to where there's no coming back from it. So after that, he's saying the things you just said, which is whatever makes you comfortable. I was ne- it was never my intention to try you like that. Out, I-, I said same room. I didn't say same bed. Like it's whatever. You can definitely ah. stay in a different room. Like he did everything he needed to do after that and dialed that back to. Put it on
2: my cover. He, might, be, he might have been testing the but water. At, he might but have been at testing that
1: the point, it, and that's what I think you did. He need. might have been so testing the water. Point, I ain't gonna lie. And mm-hmm. if I thought you test the water here, we're not gonna test the water across the waters, if you feel like right, I'm exactly, so exactly. I ain't go with you. I'm not going. And that's my right. best friend told me, forget what he's saying after the fact. A shooter gonna shoot and a hooper gonna hoop and he's still going to shoot a shot again if he was bold enough to shoot it in this sense and i'm like well in his mind it wasn't him shooting a shot so i just don't
0: well we i don't know we'll never know because we only got that response after you said what you said so we're not really even sure
1: yeah and that was the only natural response but then see now where's the friendship where does that leave the friendship and i think that makes it hard for men and women when they're trying to come out of the friend zone maybe improperly put in the friend zone didn't rush to get to the middle at the same time you tried to get to the middle but i wasn't ready i mean what do we do
2: but, that, but that's and, and that's and like you said it's the conversation but and this is interesting i saw this experiment that was done on social media and basically the, the end result of it was most friends were attracted to the most male friends were attracted to a woman at at, at a certain point like it was a high, my high number my
1: friend would roll over but
2: it's not everybody and it was like if they ever if what they did was they walked around a college campus and they asked They found like male friends and female friends. They asked the guy, like, did you like her? He was like, Yeah, she was cool. He said, She gave you an opportunity to smash to have sex. Would you take it? He was like, yeah, you know, I probably would. And the girls were just so shocked by it. It It's like, that's still a man. And so so he said, Are you waiting for me to like give you that shot? Are you sticking around for that? And the guys were like, nah, not necessarily, because you know, that might have been my first intention. And now you just cool and I don't see you that way. But it's, yeah, those kind of relationships, it just have to have that trust. Obviously, he messed it up. I, I couldn't see you giving him any indication that, you know what I mean? Like, cause men look for that kind of stuff. If they're interested in you, they're looking for every little bit of clue. And a lot of that miscommunication, I think, happens um uh, between like that friend zone you talked about. You you're talking about me and how like my night being thoughtful and stuff might confuse women. But when a woman likes you or when you like a woman, how they react to you initially sometimes. Um, men have to figure out the difference between am I a friend or does she really, because she'll smile at everybody. She'll say sweetheart to everybody. And we don't really know until we shoot those shots. You know what I mean? And, that it's like you can't even hide. So I, I, I hit you with a story, story time. I have a friend. So she was one of my friends that would call me all the time about relationship stuff. And the interesting thing about that is that um, I noticed that sometimes women will take the parts they like out of their advice and won't do the whole thing. All right, so, so we'll keep it we'll generalized, people in general. And the reason I said that, from my personal experience, when like I talk to a guy, look, look, and, and when I talk to one of my male friends about it, they'll generally like be like, man, all right, and they'll just suck it up and do it all. But it seems like, and this is my person, some of my female friends or women friends, like if I ever gave them advice about something they agreed on, she's like, I didn't do that. I just, you know, I just went left and it's like, all right, but guys tend to be like, man, I should break up with it, all right, let me do that. Mm-hmm. Um. But this, okay, we'll, we'll skip that. The story is that she had this guy that she was a client of hers and whatever the deal happened, it went through. And so he wasn't a client, but he started shooting his shot with her. And she actually has a dude that because of what he did, he was out of town a lot of the time. And so she was entertaining the guy because he could cook and she would just hang out. He was a very good cook. He was very attentive. He was doing all of these things. And she would hang out with him. And I was like, Well, you know, like uh, he likes you. She said, I know, I know. It just, it's just like, you know, I'd be bored. And and, and so she wrote that friend zone out. And t- he would try to introduce to his family. And she was like, No, nah, I'm not into family. it. And she wrote it out until um she couldn't ride it out no more. And um, she ended up telling the guy she had somebody else because he was always she was more available than she would be if he was in town. So when the guy would come in town, he, she would just get ghosts mm. and so it was like one of those things and it, her situation was weird because eventually she broke up with the other guy and ended up getting with him for a short period of time to try it out and then she was like nah but my point is it's a it's a real thing man where these miscommunications especially on so they did a study i think in, in berkeley some university in California, where they found that it's called foodie calls. You ever heard that term, foodie calls? Yeah, So cute. it's like, they figured it was a high number of women now that I got to look it up, but it was a high number of women that have admitted to at some point in their life going out to eat with a man they weren't really attracted to or had no relationship intentions for just because they wanted to try a restaurant. They was hungry, they was bored. And, it's all, and it was like, it's, it's something that people don't really talk about. So in that same that's thing, cute. it was like they, so I remember a, a conversation we had when I was in corporate um, amongst the men and the women in the office understanding was like if, if it was a set rule like it was a dating rule that you could only receive what you were willing to give when it came to courtship would y'all be with it and the women were furious about it And know uh, if you it's not for a date like if i approach you and it's like hey i want to buy you a drink you could only take the drink if you will buy me a drink you know what i mean and they were talking about that's not how it works men got a risk you got to take some kind of risk and it was like guys were looking at it like, well, see, that's that problem. That's why we move how we move because essentially we risk everything up front. And so when you take so many L's, then you start trying to like play it in your favor. That's what I think is happening a lot now.
0: Miss fails on that one.
1: Do I think men are taking more of the risk initially?
0: Well, no. The, the The question where is if you if a guy offers to get you a drink, it's only if you're getting him a drink as well. Whatever he gives you, you're giving it. Basically, y'all went Dutch.
2: You would only allow certain effort that you were willing to put out. That's what the question oh,
1: I is. do. I do kind of live like that as a rule of thumb. It's yeah. like the golden rule. Do unto others as you want done unto you. So, like, don't ask somebody for something that you know you wouldn't do don't do things to people that you wouldn't want done to you it's the same thing so i I do not ask you for
0: more than what you're willing to give like he said
2: absolutely
1: that's the part the word and just kind of are we talking about material things or we talking about some other things
2: when you talk about material things this is something that i actually go ahead i'm sorry
1: i'm just gonna say because for me it's a little bit different with intangibles versus tangibles when we start talking about certain things like i'm not gonna go work in no field But if it come down to it and I need my man to harvest these crops in the back, I I expect him to go do that. I expect my man to get this trash. I'm not touching the trash. Like it's just certain things
0: intangible that I'm not willing to do, but I do expect you to do. It's like, for instance, a woman who's asking for a man who makes six figures. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's what I mean. Certain things like that, or you're asking for a man who is loyal, who is, you know, communicates well, but you don't. So that's what I'm saying. You need to be asking for things that you yourself are willing to provide, or at least at bare minimum, you you're up there with it. Or you know what I'm saying? Like the man make, making six figures is a lot lower. So sometimes, and so I think sometimes people's expectations and standards are too high for the average man. Does that make sense? That,
2: I feel like that's a huge. And before part we go of into
0: it. that, I just want to wrap this up. And, and okay. the last question, as far as the psychology today, art, do we agree? that this article might have been written from the, I want to say the the Caucasus Caucasian perspective versus the African-American dating perspective, because that was what I was getting from this. And the author who originally wrote the article is white. So I'm going to assume that the majority of his clients or whoever he's interacting with are more than likely heterosexual white males versus African-American men and, and dating black women majority. And that those experiences are probably a little bit different to where this is more nuanced in questions as far as like how you move through the apps, how you move emotionally, how you just move in general. I think that's the thing that this, that this article is missing. Like how many people did he interview to come up with these, I guess, sort of general sense of what's happening in dating? I hate generalizations because it's just yeah. too nuanced. nuance. It's, you, people cannot be generalized in most Yeah, cases. you can't
2: put everybody in a box. Um, I agree with you. I agree. I don't think this was written for our community particularly. Um, even when they talk about the app, because there's so many men on the app, like which app did you look at? But right. And it's interesting about the app. I read that um, a popular dating app had to remove a height filter because all the women wanted was like six, three plus. Again, so, unrealistic. I'm six three, and I know I'm a very small percentage of the population. My so child is six three, funny enough. 6'3", plus is a very small percentage of men. Right. Um, average height for a woman is what five 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 four, something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, but I never. Like had his, a, a, you don't, you don't have to expect a woman. Me, I don't think I never had a height requirement. As long as he okay. was
0: taller than me, I was okay. That is
2: generally the answer that I hear, but and I guess to some degree, like you're not going to expect. You know, I'm six three. I want the woman to be six three. That's not how that works. But right. the thing is, um, the, the, the thing I want amongst men is is a saying is that ninety percent of the women only want ten percent of the men. The
0: same thing when it comes to asking for a man who makes six figures. A man with six figures is gonna have a whole lot of more options than you do. Yeah. You know, to be assuming that, you know, well, what why would the six figure man want you and you yourself don't make six figures? Like Kevin said, men
1: who make six figures aren't looking for women who make six they figures. Not. They're looking for somebody who looked good, who sucked it good. You know, they're not looking for what you're talking about. So actually it's possible.
2: Well, well, I'll say this. i say this. Everything has a correlating cost to it. There's no free lunch. So if he has six figures. Looking at it from a, uh, and, and I heard the episode when you guys talked about Kevin Sanders. That was a really good episode. If y'all listening again, check that episode out. Go recipe. back and check it out. That was a really good episode. Y'all, I think y'all did it really well. Going back to like looking at it from a man's perspective. If I'm a man that makes six figures, right? You know, high six figures. That's why I'm aiming at before why I check out this thing. I'm going to be that man. So high six figures. And you want me, right? You can't think of it from your perspective absolutely like, i have this, i have that you have to say no and i think that's what he was trying to tell women in some of the clips that i've seen or the episode that i've seen was that no look at it from his perspective what would that person want and so the question becomes like what type of man are you looking for all right if you were that man would you date you and why
0: mm-hmm. absolutely
2: exactly. versus and, and the reason i bring this up is because i have male friends around me right and some of these brothers are really successful and I get these messages from women, you know, my homegirls are like friends of over friends. Hey, is he single? Hey, is he single? And the last one I got, I was like, uh, and this is one guy in particular. He gets a lot of them whenever I, he has a restaurant here in Atlanta and his passion. And he's been doing this thing for a while. It's black owned restaurant. Brother is tall. You know what I mean? He's, he <laughs> has an accent. And he ain't never tried to put me on, EJ, by the way. Couldn't even finish the story! Couldn't even finish
1: the story! And it's the third story I'd have heard about
2: him. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, okay, okay. So, and, and he's just... And it's I've got a couple guys like that that are my friends. But he he was one that was more recent. And a girl hit me up on DM. It's like, you know, you, you mentioned the picture that she saw. I went to his restaurant. We was hanging out. And she was like, is he single? Can I get his number? And I was like, you just assume that he gonna want you to call him. It's like, because... I like you and I'm a woman, you my and type. Like you know you. what I mean? It's like, no, you got to see it from his. Uh, and I've been in this restaurant and women wait in line to give him a hug and come to his table. It's it's crazy. But it's like, you know, are you what he's looking for? Just because you like him and just because you feel like you are all of this. No, look at it from his perspective. Why would he choose you over somebody else? Right. And then if you're not the type of woman that what you're seeking for will pick, then just make those adjustments.
0: Right. We could definitely talk about I am curious. So what has been your experiences dating? I suppose in how long have you been in Atlanta? Let me
2: ask you that. I grew up here. I'm from Atlanta. I've and been you, other places. I, I lived I, in other places. I lived other places. But when I was dating, I'm I'm off the market. So when I was dating, it was very interesting because a lot of stuff has changed a lot like it's more recently now. I've, I never had got on the apps. I always, it's always been like through people I already knew or people I meet in person, an organic way. The apps kind of like, you know, Instagrams. so you shoot your shots and you talk to people. But um, it was just always interesting because I, I'm really a good judge of people. Like, so I would talk to you and see what you were about, learn, and I didn't do a lot of like dating every, like 10 different people at one time, because mm-hmm. it was just too much. I didn't have a bandwidth. I'm trying to do things for my legacy. So if I liked you, thought you were interesting, I would just pursue you and I would do it in a way that if we didn't work out, I wouldn't feel like maybe I need to go back. No, it's like, you know, we just don't, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I feel like when you try to skip around too much, you might miss something and you gotta, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't give somebody a full shot. Right. So that's pretty much what, what about you? I want to ask you guys, what, what about y'all?
0: So, okay. So I just, just so we're clear. So you, you're from Atlanta, but you've lived other places. Yeah. Now that you're back in Atlanta, did you meet your significant other in Atlanta or?
2: I met her actually in high school. Oh, in and high school. Uh, yeah, well, it was weird. I knew of her in high school. So we was in different little things. And then I left and I was back here for uh, once. And I just saw her in a grocery store. And it was one of those things where it was like, all right. And so I you shot my shot the in the movie. DM. Yeah, you know how you see somebody and it's like, oh, I ain't like seen you in a while. Well, I never watched it. I never seen that, so I couldn't tell you. But um, if you a bird Okay, well I well, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. That's your assignment
0: for when you when you get off.
2: Okay, all right. I'll watch <laughs> it. But no, so what ended up happening was so I came back and I basically saw her and I kind of shot a shot, you know, through social and I and I'm talking about social media, but I, I didn't have her number, but I knew her name, so I shot a shot and just you know, shot a solid shot. You know what I mean? She I, it was a picture of her smiling. And I was like, oh, back then I never saw you smile. Like I missed out. And so mm-hmm. you know, she sent me the information, and then from there it was just like an off and on thing. But uh, no, it's I think like, and I, and I don't I don't want to use an an example, like, this, me as an example. Like thing. and that like like we lived in different places, so you okay. keep in touch. And then like I broke up with somebody, and then she was like, it was just an opportunity, and then you know we just kind of went from there. Okay. But like me personally. I try not to waste too much time. So, like I'm real, like I say, I tell you, like listen, I like you. You know what? I, this is where I'm trying to go with you. You know what I mean? And that, and that's usually you can tell that the feeling is mutual. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. you can, especially like guys, if you're listening. Like when women start cutting off other opportunities, they don't want you to know. They don't want anything to come in between you, shooting your shot. Like y'all won't do it for us, but y'all will leave an opportunity for us to come in and you know what i mean okay. like we're talking somebody else called you know i called them back like it's like wow. little things like that and really? when, and i noticed that like you don't want to tell me how to do it you just want me to know you know what i mean so that right. kind of separates me from other guys right. and so i started doing more things right and you know it was like a, a but it, it turned into a competition because she ran game <laughs> on me she ran game on my ass early it was it was interesting um wow we went on a date and she bought me some shoes. It was just something like, it was a younger day. We bought me some shoes and bought me some stuff. And I was like, all right, okay. She's like, I think they will look nice on you. And I was like, oh, okay. And so then it triggered something in me. I, I'm reaching, researching shoes, women's shoes and shit she was into. And then I, I had to give it back. And so that was that race to the middle because it was like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Right. And so now we have a beautiful little girl. That's generally how it works, but. I think the biggest thing that I'm seeing now with a lot of my friends and stuff that are single and are going through things, everybody's trying to out-con somebody else or trying to see, like everybody has their wall up and they're, and they're moving through dating with caution. But it's like, I need to figure out what's wrong with you before I can make a connection. You know what I mean?
0: Right, well, I mean, and the whole premise of this show, we're calling it, you know, it's the watering hole. And if you know anything about watching, you know, National Geographic, yeah. you ain't got to get the walled up y'all helping them get there that might snap you up there's a couple crocodiles yeah. here it's some you know the water might be a little cyanide in it as miss phelps has said <laughs> oh wow before, you know so there's there's a lot of different things that you're navigating when it comes to i guess love or as we would like to call it the water so it
2: never, stops, though. It never stops it does not you know stop. That.
0: Obviously, with now once you become, you're in a relationship, you're more so in a pool. You got to filter. So some,
2: somebody else will be pool. stooping in that pool, peeing in the right. water. That, that's, a, that's, a, that's the a problem. problem.
0: You got to filter.
2: You got the chlorine.
1: You the got pool only cry. goes so deep, you know? Like, you right. know when you're going to the deep end, but that's as deep as it's going to get. Right, Sometimes right. You're stepping right. in quicksand. you like, whoa. Right.
0: There, there's a part where you can dive, and there's a part where you need to just jump in. I,
2: I will say this um, for advice, if I could, or experience. The easiest thing is to find somebody, first, you have to have your own code of conduct, your own code that you live by and that you right. operate by. Find somebody who matches that code or complements it versus somebody you have to teach it to. Because if everything I have to teach you, I have to enforce, and that's too much work. So that's going to run it down. I think you have and to what do I mean, this? Because like, it's like anything that I, like I want to do this, I want to do that, or like somebody that has their own code that matches yours, is it's less work because i know that you're not going to do it just because you're in a relationship with me you're not doing it because that's something that will violate your own principles right you know what i mean so if you're not around me you know what i mean like if you're not around me i don't want want it to be first like like i saw it today a guy said his wife asked him what's the difference between sorry i'm married and no i'm married and the difference is sorry i'm married is like if i wasn't married you might have had a shot you know what i mean like Versus, no, I'm married. Like, nah, I'm not. I'm
1: good I'm, over I'm, here.
2: We Gucci is, over here. Does that make sense? Does that you make sense? So, future husband,
1: different. if you're listening, okay? Call and response for Luana. You I'll can't say, Gucci.
0: sorry,
2: I'm married. We got to say, no, I'm married.
1: You ain't even got to yeah, say, I'm married. You can say, I'm good over here. See the ring? They know you married.
2: But that's, that's, but that's the hook, man. That's a whole other conversation with, with a whole bunch of stuff. But those things are like meeting somebody that- So we got to get it tatted yeah. on.
1: That's what you're saying.
2: No, it's, it's meeting somebody that is, doesn't have to contort themselves to be what you want. They are already there and y'all can go further together. If I got to teach you like how to communicate and, and stuff you can encourage and you can get better at, but certain things, like if you got to teach me how to be consistent, how much energy is that taking away from right. somebody right. else who, who's already consistent? You know what I mean? Like it's certain right. things. Right. Like I said, you Young lady we was talking to and she was going through a situation and it was interesting. Uh, but basically, long story short, she's more like she's very successful. She asked the guy that I was hanging out with, like, you know, is it OK for the guy to kind of like be jealous of? Him? I said, no, he has insecurities because, he goes, yeah, that's, that's not normal. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes masculine women or these women that are very successful might draw feminine men to them. You know what I mean? Men that are like not leaders because they trying to like especially have a good heart. They're trying to like, you know, get in and then they resent you and all that stuff. No, anybody that's with you needs to be happy that you're doing well. Anybody with you needs to be just as ambitious or somebody who's willing to support what you're trying to do, not in com- conflict of it. You know what I mean? So right. even in the beginning stages, when you start getting to know somebody, it's it's more from a place of. Like, I can see you doing that. Like, I know I can fit in that piece. I can be there with you while you're doing it. And I know you could be there with me while I'm doing it. You know what I mean? Right. And that's more of a team thing versus a competition. Because right. in a relationship, it's always me and you versus the problem, never each other. Right. And that's the right. biggest thing. Also- you know a teammate when you see one. You know somebody. Yeah. But that's it. I'm talking a lot. Oh, You're, you're not the only one that can talk, Miss fails.
0: We love a guest who can um, hold their own. 'Cause Lord knows me and Lawana will run off with you if you let us. So I, I see y'all.
2: I see y'all. I, see y'all.
0: I, I will say though that I think that a lot of women who are success successful tend to lead with that and it can be intimidating for some men. So Bigger it's all in how you're leading the conversations. You know what I'm saying? Like not so much leading, oh, I done did this. I'm successful. This, I bought this house. I bought that. What is it, the things that I'm looking for in you that makes you just a good person that makes you a good woman, not what you are, because that's what you do. It's not who you are. Right.
2: Uh, That's really good. A
0: lot of times I just think when we're leading like that, it puts, you're either going to get one of two things. You're going to get a man who is not intimidated by that and then is confident and finds that sexy and understand that that's a bonus or you'll do you are, you'll get the other men that it seems that she's experiencing that are intimidated by that that might be resentful that feel yeah. like her making more money makes it them less masculine or emas- emasculates them so it just depends on the type of man that you're meeting in those situations you can either create that man or that man just isn't ready for
2: you yeah. you know and, and and leading I'm- with your leading with your material stuff anyway I think is For a man or woman, I think it's kind of different. I saw that post online where the the lady was, she met, basically she met her husband and their first date was in a uh, Popeye's parking lot. Y'all saw that? No, I didn't. The the lady wrote an article about how she met this guy. She was on an app and the guy, they had a date, they missed the first date, he had something come up. And then when they finally got the date, they went to, he met her, like, I don't know how it happened, but he met her in a Popeye's parking lot. And she said that she had the best conversation and connection with that man that she's had with anybody in a long time. And a lot of women were bashing her, you know, on some like if the bare minimum was a person, if the bare minimum was a person. Oh y'all man- and, and so I understood it as so the bare minimum materialistically can can doesn't mean that it's the bare minimum as far as connection wise. So it could right. have been bare minimum for your standards materialistically. He, he didn't buy all this stuff for her. But connection wise, it was through the roof for her. You know what I mean? Like, right. like in a personal that the standard he exceeded. And so sometimes when men lead with their wealth or with their, what they have, that means that, you know, it's like a transactional thing. I'm buying you, or, you know what I mean? That's right. You know, like like this is what I have. You coming on board. You riding on this ship. You know what I mean? And then okay. and that makes you replaceable versus like who you are as a person. It's a buddy of mine, older guy, who's very, very, when I say wealthy, like wealthy, second generation wealthy, it's a white guy. And he told me once we were, we were taking a walk and he told me, he was like, man, I got to a point in my life where I can buy anything I want. He said, all I want is peace. Mm. So, so you get all that other stuff you leave. So if for a woman to lead with her success, we love it. Um, but you still needs to be room for me to be there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you, cause I don't ever want to be like, we get into a disagreement and, and you don't need me for nothing at that point. <laughs> you right, know what I mean? Right. Like
0: you said, what am I here for? If Are you yeah. here for what I have versus who I am. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, Absolutely. Just so we don't, we almost at 7.30. Okay, and my I'm boys talking. play tonight. Who to your boys? The Cowboys. A piece of what we feel like, I guess people can work to make dating, I guess, a little bit less muddy as far as the watering hole is concerned. Absolutely. Because like I said, with this article, it was most mostly focusing on dating is changing, right? Yeah. And whether that's for the good or for the bad. And I just or the ugly. ugly, Everything in between. I do think we are getting to a point where at the end of the day, and this is my spiel, people just need to communicate effectively. I love that this gentleman that you've had this interaction with, Luana was very clear about what it is that he's looking for and what and you know just trying to get some clarity on what he what you're looking for before he starts saying something or doing something that does not agree with you you know so that is refreshing in that sense and I I want us to get to a place where those types of interactions are normal it's not something you yep hey, because it, it definitely was not the
1: norm which is why my initial reaction was what it was I'm not used to that
2: that, that was be beautiful cool. too you actually, that was a thing that I think needs to be really um, commended. You, in that moment, realized that your initial reaction might have been rash. And you kind of like, you know what? That's not a bad thing. Because I think sometimes when you're used to dysfunction or nonsense, when you get hit with, like, somebody acting right, it's jarring. That's And, and to ask you a question, I've received that before, too. Like he's doing too much right. And that's when the suspicion comes up. Like, what are you trying to gain? Yeah. I mean, it's more men. I, I would say I've seen like older, you know, guy. Well, not even older, but it's more men. Like, you do too right, then it's something I gotta dig more. I mean, I just ain't found the right stuff, and they gonna dig again because because of the use of that. Somebody said that every time a woman goes through something with a man, that's the that's something less that the next man gets gets access to. You know what I mean? Right.
0: And so, so what would you like, tell oh, the when, when to make dating a little bit less?
2: Okay. You know, crazy. I would say, first, you have to do introspection. You got to look at yourself and be honest with yourself. It's a lot of glass cannons. And what I mean by that, it's a lot of people that rah, 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 but if somebody taps them, they shatter. So you oh. have all these things that you need and all these this and that, but you, if you look at yourself, you're not aligned with that, what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And, okay. and the second thing is uh, three things. So the second thing is, be intentional about what you want. Be intentional. Say it. Your actions need to align with it. So if I'm a man, I'm just gonna that's go for my the side. Word
1: of the day. If, if
2: I'm attracted, with you, if I'm attracted to you, let you know, you know, and, and pursue you, and 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 be clear with you. You know what I mean? So that way, if that's not what you're looking for, that saves me time and energy. And you know, if you try to come back, I've had that happen. You try to come back once you realize, like, oh, you might be like, nah, you know, I shot my shot. We have to. But I'm right now I'm focused on something over here. So I, I can't, wow. you know what I mean? And the third thing, take your time, man. And, 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 you know, just take your time and and really try to get to know, like, don't, don't fall create your own standards. Take your time, create your own standards. Like, don't go off of what everybody else says. What works for you works for you. You know what I mean? Agreed. And be open. So there be you have open. it, ladies
1: and gentlemen. What was it? Take your time.
2: Yeah, uh, take your time. Be intentional. Be intentional.
1: <laughs> and be self-aware. No, like, no. be able to understand that what you're asking for, you have to also, to a certain extent, be able to give. Agreed. Absolutely. Who, oh, her or me? Yeah, yeah, her. Oh, EJ. I'm
0: smiling. What are you talking about? No, no, I agree. Need to add, EJ as- no, I can't add no, no. anything to that. I other think that other was saying, again, to his point, again, just being clear, communicating. If you are looking for a relationship, communicate that. If you're not looking for a relationship, you're having fun, communicate that whatever it is you need to communicate it because i just think a lot of times people are moving selfishly it's all about what you want and you're hurting people and you're creating a lot of broken people in your wake so the way you avoid that is by being clear with people now obviously there's going to be times where people are going to figure they can change you or make assumptions or whatever the case is but at the end of the day if you're doing your part as far as communicating effectively with people I just think the world would be a better place because a lot of the times the things that we're falling apart is through miscommunication and like you said not being self-aware not doing that therapy demons oh. are, I mean you, every dating situation you're going to have to give them a clean slate you don't don't take in whatever it is that you were dealing with in another relationship into the new one they're not responsible for that you know, I've learned quite a bit of things from making assumptions in prior dating situations or once I was already in that situation, I was so far gone, I didn't necessarily see what somebody shit was thinking you know just again b- being more mindful of when i see red flags i'm like okay once you get past a certain number of red flags i gotta make a decision that this isn't gonna work you know what i'm saying but at the same time when things don't work out as my father would say don't let it make me bitter to where I, you know i'm mad at the world or i'm making generalizations all oh, men ain't shit because no that's not the case just because you dated two men don't mean clear out the water
2: you know yeah. move through the dating scene move with healing instead of with hurt. Exactly. I think people That's it. are moving, That's it. they're moving well, That's they're easier said moving than, to work. than
1: done. That's easier said than no, it's,
2: it is, it's as it's, it's hard as you make it. Because if you're trying to, because I, it's people that are, they think not doing the work is easier. And it might be like, instead of dealing with the issue that I just went in a relationship, it's quicker for me to get somebody else mm-hmm. and put it all, like, whatever you don't change, you choose. Remember that whatever you don't change, you choose. All right, whatever you do not change, you choose. You so are. don't blame anybody else when you blame other people. You get in the power. Whatever you don't change, you choose. So you keep running to these same people. It ain't them it's you. Huh? Thank
1: you so much
0: for coming. I appreciate it. Oh yes, my people. gosh! Y'all get into people where they can follow you or how they can support uh, uh,
2: you. So you can follow me on um, Instagram at uh, churn daily. Uh, my podcast is on all the platforms the churn daily podcast um one additional thing my daughter uh has she has a game so if you have an android device summer's amazing adventure i made her a game for her birthday like a literal game i thought you were
0: talking about the baby no like
2: a like a uh, mobile app michael mobile app she's the first ever uh features black children in it so it's content they can see it's like mario Awesome. Um, and so that's one of the things that I'm very proud of. But so yes, yeah, so definitely. The uh, Say it one more time. Uh, Summer's amazing adventures. It's on the Google Play Store. Um, it'll be on Apple really soon. Um, free to download. I'm adding more real life kids to the game, so we can have more representation. That's something I'm very proud of. But no, I really appreciate you. Uh, invited me to the watering hole Yay. Um, so <laughs> I'm a fan I, I listen I'm a fan so when, when she told me that you guys had a show and I and I was driving somewhere I listened to the whole episode Um, Yay. and I was very impressed so continue to do it um, and I'm, I'm here to support it thank you well, so much for coming on the show thank you thank you that's our time
0: I'm
1: Lawana of yes. the Fells firm Fells I do primarily criminal defense and PI, um, and a little landlord tenant. Call me if you need me, 404-610-8677, or look us up, www.thefellsfirm.com.
0: I am EJ of EJ Lee Law Practice, where the model is to be referee whistle official with your intellectual property and your business here in the state of Georgia. Hit me up at 678-343-2799 and all of our contact information, including Summer's Game, will be in the description box. So it's been another episode. Welcome to season three of ATL. Until next time. All right, y'all. It's EJ. And your girl, LaWanna. Thank you for listening to another episode of ATL Watering Hole. Please rate, review, and and subscribe.